Welcome to Only Girl on the Job Site. I'm Renee Beery, a luxury interior designer and construction expert. Educated at the New York School of Interior Design and employed by AD Top 100 firms, I have created a niche expertise in managing large-scale construction projects from renovations to new builds over the past three decades. Today, I'm on a mission to instill confidence in designers through this podcast and my online course, The Interior Designer's Guide to Construction Management. Whether you are new to construction management or a seasoned designer like me, I am all about transparency and tactical advice for fellow designers. On this podcast, I share actionable steps, practical tips, real-life examples, and behind-the-scenes tricks that I use while managing construction projects. Not only will they keep them on schedule and on budget, but will give you the confidence to know that these projects will end successfully, protecting your profit as well as leading to a pipeline full of incredible referrals. If you've been searching for support and advice on construction management to grow your skills and confidence so you can avoid the mistakes that I've made in the past, then you're in the right place. Before we get started, I want to thank each of you for being a part of this community. Your listens, subscribes, and reviews are what allows me to make this show great week after week. I've got lots of plans for growing this podcast, and that's enabled by you. Make sure to follow the podcast so that you get notifications of new episodes so you don't miss a thing. If you enjoy this episode, spread the word. Leave a review and tell your interior design friends how much they can learn from this show. Now that we have entered October, please note we've also entered the fourth quarter of the calendar year, and we need to discuss the unique challenges that fourth quarter presents to construction projects that all designers will have to manage through, and why understanding the perfect timing, especially during this fourth quarter with the holiday season, is crucial for the success of all of your projects. Let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you're here. Like I said, it's October, but more importantly, it is the beginning of the fourth quarter. And trust me, when I first went out on my own, or hell, even when I worked for other designers, we never spoke in that language. It was, oh, happy fall, and oh, it's almost the end of the year. Nobody spoke about it, at least in my experience, as a fourth quarter. And so it took me a while to sort of come on board with that language and and what it truly means. And so, of course, most of you are thinking, oh, okay, this is an accounting term, and I've got to go back and look at my books. And Yes, of course, you should always be looking at your books, but I'm looking at it from the lens of how it affects the construction that we are all managing. And this is a big one. So what comes in the fourth quarter, aside from beautiful fall weather leading into the holidays? Yes, people, they're coming no matter what you do, no matter how hard you try to push them off. Holidays are coming, and with them come significant issues that you must manage around. Okay, so the next thing I'm going to say is going to freak all of you out. So consider yourself warned. But if you are listening to this episode the day it drops, there are 31 business days until Thanksgiving. That's not a lot of time. Now, that's business days. So, of course, don't email me and say, no, Ashley, there's... You know, 43. Yeah, I know that. I'm talking business days when contractors will be working. 
Now, to compound that problem, there's only 53 business days until Christmas. Again, not a long time. So we as designers are in the business of delivering projects at specific times that are first established by homeowners and then evaluated and redetermined by contractors. But so much of that is in play during the fourth quarter, not only because of the holidays, but because of the vacations that holidays typically create, as well as inclement weather, delays in shipments, and if we all end up getting that first cold or flu of the season. And don't get me started on whether we all start catching COVID again, because let's be honest, all bets are off. But assuming that we can avoid COVID and all of the delays that we've already survived, let's talk about how to manage the holiday season, because that is a guarantee. Now, over the years, I've had various components to my business. And at one point, I had a retail space with my design studio in a back office. And so we had a cash register. We had a traditional retail brick and mortar setup. And so come early summer, I would put out on the checkout stand a little sign that says Christmas deadlines are September 1st. And I swear that was the talk of the summer. Anyone who looked at that said, you've got to be kidding me, Renee. Why do I need everything decided by September 1 and blah, 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 blah. It was actually becoming a running joke with myself and my employees as to how many people in a day would comment on that deadline notification. And that was just for decorating. That was because my workrooms, as you all know, gave me deadlines and I had to get the fabric to them so that I had to back out a couple more weeks to have the fabric shipped and received. And you know all of this detail, but that's my point. So September 1 was, and it would no longer be September 1, a Christmas deadline. So you need to have conversations now, like this week, with your clients about their expectations. Because some of you are currently running projects and some of you are estimating and proposing projects and those schedules matter as well. We're going to break those into two. So if you are currently running a project, now is the time to get in front of your client and say, let's talk holidays. I don't mean just Thanksgiving and Christmas meals. I'm talking about celebrating the holidays. Because again, I got caught one year because I was told there was a Christmas deadline. And to me, that's the 25th of December every year without fail. And then the client said a couple of weeks later, oh, no, no, I met my Christmas party. We always have it the second week of December. Wow, that was a nugget of information that would have been helpful because I would have said no. Now, this was many moons ago, and I bent over backwards and twisted myself into a pretzel, begged and pleaded with all of my people, and we got it pulled off. But the stress and aggravation that was brought by this change in technical deadline was avoidable. So please, this is the time you need to start speaking to clients, and you will hear, oh my gosh, Renee, I have no idea. I mean, yeah, we talk about a Christmas party, but we haven't scheduled anything. But now's the time to schedule it because let's say you're doing a kitchen and a powder room renovation as a part of some larger project and they want to have a Christmas party the second week of December. 
Well, do they want their powder room out of commission and therefore all their guests are hoofing it upstairs to use one of the more private bathrooms? Probably not. Maybe you put off demoing that bathroom until after the holidays. Are they going to be cooking for this party or are they going to be catering it and have the food brought in, right? These are the kinds of conversations that if you get in front of your client now, you will not only look professional and understand the scheduling of things around important moments in their life, but you will also get the team on board and understanding where they stand, where their priorities need to be shifted to if needed and or pushed back if also needed. Now, it is extremely common for people to travel around the holidays, and I am not just talking about the client. I'm also talking about you. Do you travel for the holidays? And don't not travel simply because you have a project. That's really not fair to you nor sustainable over the years. Mark it in the calendar. Work the schedule around it. Put the people in place that you need to, and then notify everyone. I've talked about this before. Transparency is the key. And yes, I give you permission to actually take a vacation around the holidays. Your client does not need to give you permission. You are okay doing it all on your own. But you are not the only one. Of course, there is the client. Will the client be gone for two weeks between Christmas and New Year's? Fantastic. But do you have access to the house? And if there is an issue, how do you get a hold of them? Now, your contractor, guess what? He too has a life. He may be traveling as well. well who's going to step in for him or is someone going to step in for him while he is away? You see, there's so many moving parts at this time of the year that really doesn't happen at any other time of the year. Now, I, for one, I don't work the last two weeks of December. It's the gift I give myself and my family and one that I honestly look forward to every year. I have already told my clients about it and the ones that are ongoing clients, they already know. They remember from last year. I put what I need in place. I do a lot of work ahead of time and yes, I am type A just like the rest of you and I do check emails periodically, but I don't do meetings. I might do a site meeting if something horrible goes wrong, but I'm confident my guys know what they're doing and can manage their way through situations, maybe with just a phone call. So you may be thinking, oh my God, Renee, I could never do that. And I used to say that as well until I did it. And then I realized I can do it. Everybody survived. Everybody came out at the other end going, did you have a great time off? Happy New Year. It was just a matter of putting the boundaries in place and scheduling accordingly. So what happens if you're proposing a project? And this is actually why I wanted to talk about this today. A member inside my signature course, the Interior Designer's Guide for Construction Management, reached out in the community telling us all about this wonderful project she's pitching her services for. And it was going to be a doozy. Several bathrooms in one house in addition to other work going on. And she wondered if it should start now, like the client wanted, or after the new year, which was her hunch. And in fact, that was an easy one, after the holidays. There's just no way a client will actually be happy living through that much construction during the holidays. 
And I didn't even tell her, go ahead and ask, do they have family that comes into town that are going to be using these bathrooms that typically aren't used? I mean, all of that is good to ask and maybe as a reinforcement as to why you're going to recommend they wait. But there is just a plain old-fashioned reality that living through a construction project isn't fun for homeowners. Just isn't. I mean, we're lucky. Longest I'm ever on a site is it an hour or two, maybe three, but I get to leave. I get to go home to my house where there is no dust and debris and dampness and everything else that comes along with construction. And the fatigue that I'm constantly talking about is real. So she felt more confident. Yes, I am going to tell them my recommendation, my professional recommendation, based on my experience and expertise, tells me this project should start fresh right after the new year. And the other thing to keep in mind, and something actually I used to tell the women that worked for me back when I had that store, I said, when someone walks through that door looking for design services or construction management, consider ourselves six months behind at minimum. And they would look at me like, what what on earth does that mean? Well, nowadays it may be more than six months behind because by the time they reach out to you, the homeowner has been talking about this project for who knows how long, right? A year, two years, maybe five, 10. They've been creating board after board and Pinterest of what they want it to look like and the materials they want to use and their vision board. They've been socking away money. And in many situations, they've been convincing their partner that this is something that they need to do and need to do now. So who knows how long that has been going on before they determine it's time to call you. So having that mindset, knowing that your client is way down the path on the way to a completion long before you've even said hello, that helps. You need to set the expectations immediately. This is an amazing project. I am so honored that you reached out to me. Let's talk about schedules. I recommend doing that before you talk about almost anything else other than your pricing because they really go hand in hand. If they're calling you, it's because they're seeking your expertise. If they can afford your services, then that's where your expertise needs to lead the project. And frankly, that's what they're looking for. They may not think that in the beginning, but that's what they're looking for when they're reaching out to a professional to help them manage their construction project smoothly. Okay, so we've talked about if you have a project going on right now, you are going to reach out to all the pertinent players from the client to your vendors to your trades. What is your schedule coming up? And and don't be stunned if they say, gee, I don't know yet. That's okay. But the conversation has started and then you need to follow up in maybe a week or so. If they say, oh my God, Renee, I still don't know what I'm doing for Thanksgiving. You say, that's fantastic. I'm going to put you down for out at least Wednesday, Thursday, Friday that week. If that changes, let me know, right? Because then you are covered. And bonus if they don't take Wednesday and Friday off because some of the guys won't. But if they do, then you have already factored it into your schedule. Same goes for the client. Oh, gee, I don't know. We might have my family in. I don't know. My sister might be hosting. Gee, I don't know. Assume then they're hosting because there's a chance they will. Plan accordingly. Talk to your vendors. When is that bathtub arriving on the job that's going to need someone to meet it there? 
Is that going to be the day before Thanksgiving? Do you want to be working that day? Will your contractor be working that day? These, again, are the things that you need to start looking into now. And yes, some of them are very long lead items. You may have forgotten when the hell they said they were coming in the first place. That's where we are post-COVID with supply chain issues still gunking up the system. And then if it's a new build, yes, you are better off, in my honest opinion, pushing off a project until the beginning of the new year, even small ones. You will be hard-pressed to accomplish a brand new project, even a small one, in the next 53 business days to finish it before Christmas. And if you're saying, nope, Renee, I can totally pull that off, you have no idea how good I am. I say, you go, you badass self, but have a backup plan. Now, this was a decorating project many, many years ago. I was doing very fancy window treatments for a woman's living room. And yes, the deadline was Christmas. And yes, she met the deadline of the September 1st. We went out and my team, we measured, we had the fabric, everything was going to plan until it wasn't. And as it turned out, my workroom fell behind, but they were going to pull it off. Called my installer. Yep, Renee, I'm there. I will work Christmas Eve day. And I thought, oh God, that's the last thing I want to do is work Christmas Eve day. And this was long before I had children of my own. I just didn't really want to work Christmas Eve day. But there we are, Christmas Eve. We're walking into the house. We're walking into the living room. Now, mind you, the homeowner knew that these window treatments were going in the living room, right? I mean, this was no surprise to anyone. And what do we find in the living room? What's a traditional holiday item placed in most people's living room? The largest Christmas tree you've ever seen. Fully decorated, and I mean old school everything, right in the middle of one of the windows we had to hang the drapery on. Now I'm first to admit. I should have asked. But what I thought was, it'd be pretty obvious that the woman knew what we were coming to do because we talked about it, you know, time and time and time again, and then set up the appointment, made all the confirmations. Never once did she say, oh, hey, Renee, our big ass Christmas tree is in the corner and two of the windows you need to install on are basically behind it. So yes, please take a moment and picture me on my belly under someone else's Christmas tree, trying to shimmy it forward inch by inch with my installer and my drapery woman standing by in case any of the bulbs or ornaments fell to the ground. It was horrendous. And please know that my client never once said, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, Renee, I should have told you. Oh my gosh, I never thought about it. Yes, of course, the Christmas tree is in the way. By some miracle, and maybe it was my Christmas miracle, nothing fell. We were able to do the install, and I was able to shimmy it back on my belly again, back into place. But it was unnecessary, and that was my fault. Like I said, I should have covered all the bases. I should have asked about a tree, and you can bet your bottom dollar I've never not asked about a tree since. But the other thing I don't do anymore is make Christmas deadlines, not in my decorating work and not in my construction work. It's just too stressful. I'm in a position in my career, I'm able to do that and my clients are fine with it. 
I also tell them months in advance that that is something, if we hit a Christmas deadline, that's wonderful. But I will never promise one, particularly in construction, because there are so many variables that are simply out of our control. So happy fall. It truly is my favorite season of the year, but it adds a complicating layer to my work and why I want you to be looking into it now so that you are prepared and can schedule accordingly. And frankly, so you can enjoy your own holidays and hopefully some time off without the stress and anxiety that goes along with feeling overwhelmed and underprepared for scenarios just like this. I'm always so excited to hear from many of you after episodes like this, telling me your own horror stories. And frankly, it always makes me feel better that I'm not the only one not asking about where a Christmas tree is that year, but also asking about more details. How can I know the steps? How do I affect the schedule? What can I push? What can I move forward to save time? And that is where my signature course, The Interior Designer's Guide for Construction Management, comes in. It truly is the playbook for managing a construction project from start to finish. It details every stage of a construction project, the variables that go into it, the selections that are likely needed for each one, and the possible issues that come up along the way. It breaks it down even further because I've included items from my own projects, whether it be a budget where I've shown how to read them, how to add value to them, what to bring to your client's attention, and how to stay on budget by controlling the costs of selections when you can. I dive into drawings because being able to read and truly understand architectural drawings, sections, and elevations is critical to successfully managing projects. If you don't know what something means, you can't plan for it accordingly. You certainly can't be proactively adding value on a job where you don't understand the fundamentals that you are working within. And because I consider it a living course, I mean, construction is always evolving. I will add lessons. I'm in the process of adding lessons right now so that the course is as full and comprehensive as it needs to be to support interior designers managing their clients' construction projects with the confidence they need to do it successfully and make a profit. So please email me if you have questions about the course. And as I said, I love hearing other designers' war stories about fourth quarter holiday and vacation nightmares. So in the meantime, I can't thank you enough for your time today. I know how busy we all are, especially this time of year, and I look forward to our next time together. Thank you for listening, and I hope you heard something that you can apply to a project today. If you're ready to increase your construction projects in your business, check out the details on my signature course, The Interior Designer's Guide to Construction Management. It's a six-part digital course that will save you a three-year learning curve, get you profitable, bring in an income and lifestyle that makes sense for you by learning the top strategies, what works and what doesn't, building your confidence so you're no longer paddling to stay afloat, or worse, learning how to manage construction on a client's project. 
Through the course, I'm handing over 30 years of top strategies and advice. Head to my website, devinyedesign.com, for more details on the Interior Designer's Guide to Construction Management and become educated and empowered for your next construction project.